Hello and welcome. It is Sunday, March 3rd, 2019, and this is episode 6 of the Bobby Bites Podcast. First off, I'd like to thank everyone who's taken a chance and listened to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate all the feedback. Uh, It was a tough decision for me to decide to get into this crowded space. I know that there are a ton of tech podcasters out there, and it's really hard to bring a unique perspective or a, a differentiator out. But, you know, I feel like I've got a lot to share, and I really do want to uh, keep going with this. So, to everyone who's listened so far and in the future, thank you very much for your support. First up today, as promised, I have had a chance to get my hands on the full line of the Galaxy S10 phones from Samsung that were recently announced and released. I have had a chance to spend a few days playing with, with each of the models, and... I've formed some opinions and what I'd like to share with you first. I'll, I'm going to kind of go over the specs just in general. I don't want to get deep in the specs because that's, that's published everywhere across the web and it, they're easy to find and, and I think everyone's talked about them ad nauseum. So I just want to uh, pretty much just give you my opinions on the hands-on, but let's, let's go over kind of the brief specs first. You know there are three models of the Galaxy S10, the S10e, the S10, and the S10+. Plus. Um, I think it's a 3100, 3400, 4100 milliamp hour battery, respectively. They all have 128 gigabytes of storage, which is expandable to 512 with a micro SD card. Uh, all of them have the uh, Snapdragon 855, at least in the States anyway. Um, and I think the RAM starts out on the E at 6 gigabytes and then moves to 8, depending on the model you get. It's 8 gigs on the S10 and it's 8 or 12 gigs on the Plus. Um... All of them have the the dual aperture on the on the cameras. Uh, as you know, there's a selfie camera on each. There's a triple lens system on the back of the S10 Plus. I could probably spend all day talking about the cameras themselves, but just just to kind of give you a brief, the uh, S10 Plus has a telephoto, a wide angle, and an ultra wide angle lens on the back. On the front, it has the selfie camera and it has an RGB depth camera. Uh, and then going down from there to the to S, the S model has just the selfie camera on the front, the uh, telephoto, the wide angle, and the ultra wide angle on the back. And then the E has the selfie camera on the front by itself, and then a wide angle and an ultra wide angle camera on the back. And like I said, I could probably spend all day talking about the cameras. I did, I do have some opinions about the cameras that I'll share with you shortly. But just to finish up the specs, the E, of course, has a 5.8 inch. A full HD AMOLED screen. This the S10 model. The middle model has a quad HD 6.1 inch screen with AMOLED, and the S10 Plus has a 6.4 inch quad HD uh, AMOLED screen as well. That's just really the basic specs. Um, I don't really want to get into uh, the processor speeds and you know what the RAM is capable of and that sort of thing. But I do want to kind of get into the fit finish and feel of the devices and my uh my thoughts um first as i mentioned the camera specs i could probably talk all day about the camera but just in the time that i've had with the devices and been able to use the camera this is a really really good camera i am i have absolutely no complaints with this camera um the ui is great um i'm looking at the looking at the ui when you go from portrait to landscape using just the camera it still keeps the the frame in a box but when you open that up to video 
it opens up the full screen so you can see the entire area around where you're shooting does the same for wide angle shots and for um, for panoramic shots uh, the UI on the camera is very similar to I think the UI that we see most places but for some reason the the additional features uh, some of the the, the, the overall shooting styles the, the the portrait shots stuff that you can do with this the software is just great and I, I took a few shots uh, with my hands on time and those shots just it was just other oh, just beautiful so I can't really describe that on a podcast other than to say they are very good uh, as, as looking at Samsung screens as you know they're always kind of oversaturated with color um, the AMOLEDs tend to be that way with Samsung and that's really eye-catching and it's it kind of gives you this I don't know this almost fantasy like appearance on the screen because everything is kind of just slightly oversaturated and the photos come out that way as well they're very pleasing to the eye now as far as true to color uh, accuracy that sort of thing I'm sure with the right settings or the right setting adjustments that you could get pretty close I'm not saying that it's gonna be DSLR quality um, that's you know that's that's the old that's the old standby I guess we have always made that comparison you know as far as hey is it gonna be as good as a professional camera and and they're really not meant to be but they're getting there so you know always go by the rule you know the best camera in the world is the one you have in your hand um, moving along from the camera just a little bit the fit finish and feel of these devices is exactly what you would expect from Samsung they're very very lightweight almost deceptively so I, I sometimes, you know, have that feeling that I'm holding, you know, something that's made of plastic rather than, you know, aluminum and glass. Um, I know that's not the case because these do have a glass back and a glass front, and I would assume that the outer frame is either either aluminum or steel. But when you hold this, compared to, say, compared to an iPhone, you know, the iPhone feels... A little heavier in the hand it feels more like steel and glass and you know that's to me that's not a bad thing I do like to have a little bit of weight to the device itself I don't like the 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 feather like feel that, that a lot of the newer devices have because I, I don't know it just feels more substantial and feels more solid and, and I know that's personal preference but uh, there again I do like to have something that feels a little more you know a little more substantial in the hand and these they're not bad they're just they're just they just feel a little on the light side now as far as fit and finish it looks great I couldn't find anything that looked you know odd or, or misplaced or any any lines that weren't lined up perfectly as far as manufacturing is concerned now the back of some of the colors is gonna be a fingerprint magnet of course uh, that's you know that's just given with the glass back um, you know it's funny but we always use some sort of screen protectors or you know, a lot of people put a case on their phones and and or some sort of skin or something like that, and and uh, I I honestly do as well. So, you know, what the device looks like or what it looks like in the hand, just completely naked, is is going to be different from how you feel it every day because, you know, you're probably going to have a case on it. I know there's a few folks out there that that, that like to keep their devices completely naked and. Uh, they just tend to look rough after a period of time doing that, so I I, I tend to shy away from that myself. Um, that you know that's one of the things that you know again personal preference uh, to each his own. And if you want scratches on your phone, hey, that's fine. Just don't put a case on it. But for me, I'm you know I, I like a, a nice 
nice leather case or, or, or a nice otter box or something like that, or maybe a DB skin, something something on my phone to uh, protect it a little bit from, from the elements, especially those uh, 4,000 keys that I have in my pocket at any given time. Now, that was the fit and, you know, finish and feel. Now, as far as the software is concerned, these, of course, are running uh, Android Pi. It looks closer to stock, but it still, you know, has that Samsung overlay. And this is uh, the Samsung One UI. We're still looking at some very cartoony-looking squircles uh, for the for the icons. I, I just, I'm honestly... And this is just my opinion. I have to throw this out there. I'm kind of getting a little tired of the uh, what was kind of thought of as the anti-skeuomorphic look or the purely digital look that's kind of permeated the industry. I think everything has kind of gone to this cartoony, brightly colored, uh, oversaturated, you know, solid, no depth of feel colors to the UI and to me that's kind of gotten old uh, I'm a little tired of it um, I want to see something a little different you know I'm not saying I miss the uh, green felt from the game center on iOS but uh, you know something a little more pleasing to the eye a little more realistic wouldn't hurt now I know I can skin this phone till the end of eternity and, and just kind of make it look as ugly or as gaudy or as as nice or as clean as I want because that's out there and it's always going to be available. But as far as, you know, the stock out of the box appearance, the, the one UI is not bad. It's, it's relatively clean. Um, but again, I, like I said, I'm a little, a little tired of the, of the cartoony icons. I, I really would like to see something a little more grown up, a little more, I, I'm really kind of not 100% sure here, but not so much real-world aesthetic as more of a mature aesthetic. Something that's, you know, that looks like it refracts light in a better way. Something that's got more, you know, maybe metallic or maybe something that's got more depth to it or more movement to it or more, you know, more of a physics-based UI with some, some real-world type of materials, but they don't have to look exact. You know, I, I know that sounds... Um, very specific you know but i i have i have opinions about what i want the ui to look like and and we're we're just you know not there on current on smartphones i don't see a lot of things that i'm really crazy about there are a few apps out there that i really like the ui on and you know i've i've liked several of the the uis that have come gone come and gone in the past but i think that uh you know, choice is key. I think we, we should all have a choice as to whether or not we see some cartoony looking icons or whether we see more, you know, more professional or more or cleaner looking icons or even something that's got more uh, depth of feel to it. Uh, just, you know, these things are, you know, still growing and the industry is still changing. And, and I think that eventually someone's going to hit the hit the right thing with this and uh, kind of hopeful. You know, I, I know that Amazon's Android UI is due for a refresh. I don't know when. You know, I know that they're working on another, you know, operating system that's been called Fuchsia that's uh, more, you know, looks, seems to be more context-aware. It seems to be more, you know, uh, user-focused instead of icon-focused. In other words, you kind of, you, you kind of do anything you do with the screen, any kind of gesture you do kind of alters the way that it appears. Uh, 
and it's also very clean and it seems to be appears to be card based maybe but uh, not 100% sure I've only saw little glimpses of that so till we see what they're actually working on or they announce something uh, with that Android is is great I mean you, because you can change the look of it because there are so many different launcher options uh, that makes it something that's much more appealing especially for people who like to change that that look and, and I am one of those people so um, that's my thoughts on the software as compared to the competition and what's out there you know um, looking at the little cutout for the camera on the screen I do like that uh, I, I don't want to say that I like it better than the notch on the on the current generation of iPhones because I know this is this is all subject to change and because it's gonna it will change you know eventually but uh, it doesn't really get in the way it doesn't really bother me at all um, funny thing about that I have noticed that uh, a lot of folks have been creating wallpapers that take that little camera cut out and use it for uh, the eyes on a robot or uh, some other character that, that they kind of put up there in the top corner and that's pretty cool actually it's a it's a neat little a little look that I've, I've come across on the web here recently um, that is something that is completely again subjective so if you like the uh, cut out or if you don't like the cut out if it gets in your way I know that the, the notch on the iPhone doesn't bother me now take that a little bit further the notch on the pixel 3 XL to me is a little large it does kind of get in the way just a bit but not really a lot I mean it's not something that's super distracting but uh, it does stick in you know into the screen quite a ways and it does make those two uh, ears support per se that stick up on either side of the notch um, usable only for like notifications and that sort of thing so um, but again compared to what I've you know the other other phones on the market the s10 plus of course they're 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 the top of the charts you know they are they are the standard right now what that everything is going to be judged against so uh, Samsung has done a great job with these you can't go wrong uh, if you pick either one of them up I can't say that there's anything uh, fundamentally wrong with the design they're they're beautiful phones they're beautiful in the hand the camera is great uh, it's it's just it's just an awesome and well put together device so I can't say that that I can't recommend it I do 100% recommend it if you are in the Android ecosystem now if you are in the Apple ecosystem or the iOS ecosystem please it's not gonna be any drastic reason for you to switch to Android uh, for this phone it's not head and shoulders above the iPhone by by any stretch it does have a few advantages but then again the iPhone has its advantages as well so um, you know the choice is still yours but this is as far as Android is concerned probably the the tip of the iceberg as far as you know or the top of the mountain per se that that you would want to shoot for uh, and then you've got a really good price range here across the E the 10 and the 10 plus and I'm not going to talk about price too much because that will change based on your carrier and your uh, choice of whether you finance these or you don't and there are tons and tons of rebates and bundles and perks for buying them from different carriers in different places so uh, that's not something I want to get into um, let's take a few moments. I want to break here for a second and I let you hear a word from this week's sponsor. Okay, I'm back and 
that wraps up my thoughts and hands-on time with the Galaxy S10 lineup. And now I want to talk about something um, a little near and dear to me. Again, I want to bring up folding screen phones. And I know that I've pretty much talked about folding screens almost on every episode of the Bobby Bites podcast so far. But there's just been some things I want to touch on that I have been uh, hearing lately. Let's talk about use case. Um, There was no use case for a larger screen phone. There was no use case for a tablet. There was no real use case for most any innovation in the smartphone world. And I keep hearing that there's no use case for the folding screen phones. But there are. Uh, people will find a use case. Now, am I saying this thing is going to be mega successful and that everyone's eventually going to have one? No, uh, I don't know that. You know, I know that I like the idea. I know that a lot of people uh, that I speak to like the idea. But I also hear a lot of comments online about there not being a use case for this. Just like there was a ton of comments about the iPad not having a use case or uh, the iPhone itself, when it came out, there were there wasn't a use case for it. So, you know, it, saying that is kind of like uh, just not saying that we should saying that we shouldn't innovate. You know, it's like saying, "Hey, uh, I love tech, but if anything new comes out, I don't think there's a use case for it." You know, it's it's funny. There there will be. Or people will find a use case for it. If they don't, then it just, you know, it won't sell and it'll just fade away like 3D TVs or curved screen TVs. You know, those things came out and they didn't do very well and they kind of faded away. They were much hyped and some of the some of the ideas behind those were cool and some of those ideas will live on. But the, the overall devices themselves went away. So, you know, the market will speak and... But for me personally, I have wanted to see this type of device come out for a long time. I think that there are tons of use cases for this. You know, not only the, you know, the the ability to fold up a larger screen and put it in your pocket and carry it anywhere. Put it, you know, uh, pull it out and use it like a journal. Open it up like a book. Read it like a book. Uh, fold it around and, you know, play a a game of Battleship with your partner sitting across the table from you. I think. Things like that, there are use cases and there are reasons for these devices to be coming out. But even more than that, this this the sheer level of innovation that's going into this, um, it, it just surprises me. It's it's amazing, and I love seeing technology grow and see where it goes. So to say that this is just not gonna succeed because there's no use case for it, I, I think is a little bit you know of a narrow narrow thought. So. You know, open your mind if you haven't if you haven't thought a little bit more about that. Put you know, try one when it comes out. See what you think. Get one in your hands and then then make the call. So, you know, if you haven't used it and you haven't touched it and you know you haven't saw the next generation or the next generation or what it can do, you know, don't destroy the idea in your own mind until you've had a chance to play with it. So um, that and then then there's the you know, the argument, now, I'm old enough to have heard this particular argument a lot of times. Uh, if I actually, if I had a dollar for every time I heard this one, uh, what in the world do we need with 512 gigabytes of internal storage? 
or what in the world do we need with a terabyte of internal storage you know or 12 gigs of ram uh that's just too much my iphone has four gigs of ram and that's plenty you know i i've heard that argument uh this week and it's really funny to think that i have heard that nearly every single time a particular storage medium has increased in size you know i remember hearing when two megabytes of ram was plenty or 512 megabytes of storage in your in your desktop computer was more than you could ever use or that you know 512 megabytes of video ram oh my goodness that's going to play every game ever imaginable you know i have heard this since the beginning of this industry the industry doesn't slow down storage capacities are not going to decrease they're going to increase they're going to increase over time because we're going to do more and more and more with these devices we've gone from seven you know from well this was a 480p video to 720 to 1080p to 4k video every time you do that the storage size increases now until there is a paradigm shift in the technology and there's something that replaces ram with a much broader or easier to store capacity you know like holographic storage or something like that or when that sort of technology or something like that replaces ram and then we've said we have unlimited or variable variable unlimited storage then we can say that but right now it's going to increase uh every year or so or every couple of years we're going to see an increase in storage don't complain about it because you're going to need it <laughs> when you've got you know 15 or 20 4k videos floating around in your on your little pocket device and you don't want to offload them to the cloud or you don't want to offload them to something else you want to have them immediately available to you now yes i know 5g is supposed to offer um, immediate streaming of that type of content uh, but that being said we're not always going to be in pervasive coverage that's going to take some time so don't shoot the idea down of having more of something right now like if you have 12 gigs of ram versus the four gigs of ram in another device well that particular device the software is optimized for those four gigs of ram this device now that has 12 gigs of ram it's going to be able to do more and take advantage of that 12 gigs of ram over time if the other device comes out say say an iphone comes out with 12 gigs of ram don't think anyone's really going to complain i'm sure there will be someone who goes well i had plenty of ram when i had four gigs but you can that just frees you up to do more in in the future so literally that argument is really not worth repeating so guys if you haven't been in this industry long enough to have heard those same things over and over and over i'm here to tell you history is repeating itself your argument is not new uh every single time someone increases the storage in a device like this someone complains about it so don't be that guy it's 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 okay that you feel that way but put some thought into it put some research into it before you you throw that out there because that's that's not a good argument honestly um again the next thing around this device is cost okay i i said this in my last podcast what did you expect a 7.3 inch foldable screen another screen on the outside two you know basically two battery parts all of this stuff together in this six cameras in this device 12 gigs of of ram you know 512 gigs of storage what did you expect it to cost 
I mean, oh, were you saying that it was going to cost nine hundred dollars? You know, twelve hundred, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. What was what was your expectation for this? Because that's a lot of technology to pack into a device, and a lot. And this is a first generation device. Of course, it's going to be expensive. They're going to have to recoup a lot of the development costs on this. So. I was expecting it to be expensive, and and $1,900, yes, that's high, okay? I'm not going to lie to you, that's a lot of money, but you're getting something that is completely next generation or next level as far as innovation is concerned. So until you've got it in your hands, until you try it and decide if it's for you, don't necessarily complain because there will be incentives eventually. There's going to be some sort of rebates, there'll be trade-ins, there'll be... Uh, financing incentives. There'll be all kind of little ways that you can make this happen if you really, really, really want to try this device. Now, as for me, I will try it, but am I going to buy this particular one? Not particularly. Um, I have told myself that I won't buy a Samsung device that does not have S Pen support. And that's just because I truly use the S Pen. I am in the small group of people that find that completely 100% a deal breaker. I have to have that technology because I use it. You know, it's just like having the iPad without the pencil. I need the pencil if I'm going to have the iPad. That is just my personal preference. That is just something that I feel strongly about. So when I look at the Galaxy Fold as much as I want it, I'm going to wait for the Note version. You know, I'll probably get one in my hands. I'll play with it. I'll review it. I'll talk about it. I'll do whatever I have to do with it, but as far as voting for it with my dollars, I'm going to wait until it has S Pen support, or if there's a version of it that does, uh, that will that will get my that will get my money. So, that being said, there's a lot of things about the fold that people are complaining about, and the overall bulkiness, the design. There's a lot of questions to be answered. You know, will the hinge hold up to time? Will the screen I have actually had a few folks say that they're worried about the screen getting a, a crease in it from the fold. Well, just so you guys know, the hinge mechanism in this does not allow for the screen to actually fold in on itself completely. There is a curvature in the back. So take if you take a piece of paper and you just kind of fold it over in your hands, it has that same look to it. Or just to give you an idea, like if you look at a, at the surface um, at the surface book, and you see that hinge in the back where it's got that little rounded space. That's similar to what the surf, the, the fold hinge does, but it has the screen on the inside of that. So it doesn't actually fold with a crease in it. It folds with a, with a curvature. Uh, and the screen never actually, in that very back section, never actually touches itself. So it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going to have a crease in it. Now, will that space where it does fold... Will that wear out or create some sort of burn-in or anything like that? That's the question you should be asking. So uh, we'll have to see over time with that. Now, the other part of that that, I've, that I was complaining about myself was will it lock in place when it opens? And from everything that I have saw from the, from the announcement to the videos that have been posted online, it does look, in fact, like it does click into place and, and it looks pretty sturdy when it's open. Uh, and if that's the case, then... Yes, it's, it's going to be something that, that I'm looking forward to trying out and uh, hopefully get a chance to use the, the S Pen with once that version or Samsung brings out a version that does support the S Pen. Yes, I know that may never happen, but 
one can hope, right? Um, with that, I still think there are tons of uses for the folding screen devices. I think there's a ton of innovation left to do. I really want to see what Microsoft is doing in this area. I know there's lots of, of smoke around that, so there has to be a fire somewhere. Uh, now, as far as Apple, lots of folks have said that, you know, Apple probably won't do this or they will not bring something like this out uh, because it's not, you know, it's not a, a good idea per se or by their idea, it's not a good idea. You know, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I know that Apple has patents around this idea. I know that that Samsung has offered to sell Apple the panels. I think they also went to Google to sell them these panels as well. So if Apple does make something, I'm sure it would be uh, just designed impeccably and it'll be a beautiful device. Uh, just for my personal benefit, I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, I will I will continue to investigate this, talk about this. Uh, it's just something that I think is, is, is right now one of the one of the key things that's innovating in the market. You know, it's one of the key concepts that just keeps popping up everywhere and I think that someone's gonna get this right. Uh, I think someone's gonna kinda kinda hit one out of the park on this idea and we're gonna see something that everybody is gonna wanna play with or, or have in their pocket. I could be wrong, you know, I, I have been wrong in the past, but I've also been in this industry for a very long time and I've watched the trends and I've kind of been right about a lot of the a lot of things that have changed over the years. You know, I remember just to kind of touch back on that little argument about the, the RAM increasing, I remember when people were saying, oh, well, we don't need anything larger than a two and a half inch screen, you know, for these flip phones and then when the iphone came out and it was a 3.5 inch screen i remember people oh well apple will never do a larger screen than 3.5 inches they don't need to that's the perfect size and then of course you know the the phablet uh thing kind of hit the market with the with the note and suddenly all the screens started getting larger on phones and and now we were up to 6.4 or 6.8 and i've even saw some some smartphones that are hitting close to the seven inch range you know that there again that goes back to that argument things will change things will evolve uh if you think something is going to stay static and we never we are never going to need anything beyond that then you really need to rethink your your ideals on that because things will change in this industry whether we go larger or whether we go smaller or whether we fold the devices or what we do with them the only thing that stays the same is change. Uh, it will happen, uh, and there will be something new. There will be something innovative. It's not like the industry is going to stop. Uh, if you take another industry and compare it to the to the PC smartphone market, like if you go from the original PCs, which were the size of a room, I mean, you're talking about these giant servers, these giant computers, to now that we have smartphones that are even more powerful than those original devices that fit in our pocket that, that actually we could wear on our wrist and you compare that to say the automobile industry well the automobile industry it's been around a lot longer but it's moved at a glacial pace compared to the the pc smartphone you know computer market per se uh, we still have internal combustion engines we still have four rubber tires we still have uh, you know, doors and a roof that all look very similar to what they were back when the very, very first cars came out. 
Now, they've evolved, and technology has evolved, but nowhere near at the pace the PC market has evolved. So just keep that in mind. Innovation is going to happen. Things are going to change. Uh, to say that we are, you know, that uh, uh, 64 gigabytes is more than I'll ever need in a smartphone, that's a very narrow scope of thinking. So that being said, I want to wrap up the podcast Again, thank you all for all the support. Thank you for all of the people that have taken a chance and listened to the podcast. Uh, Please comment. Uh, If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Tell your friends about us, and I will see you guys next time.